what might you do if you received a mysterious delivery but had no idea who sent it? What if that unmarked package contained an old diary with no explanation? That's exactly what happened to Angela. The only clue was a note. It contained just six words that were stuck to the worn front cover of the thick leather-bound book filled with hundreds of handwritten pages. The note said, use this as you see fit. The last entry of the diary, which seems to be filled with personal stories involving cannabis, is dated April 20th, 2022. It's intriguing. Who wrote the diary? Where did it come from and why was it sent? Angela, along with her friend Brandon, are ready to explore the entries to learn more. Even though they have no idea who the author is or why the diary was anonymously sent, they're both committed to finding answers. On this podcast, we're exploring the diary and learning more about the experiences of whoever wrote it. Through that exploration, hopefully we'll solve the mystery of the diary and why Angela was trusted with this extraordinary responsibility. Well, hello, Angela. Oh, good evening, Brandon. Good evening. <laughs> Already with the voices? I like the it. The vampire voice. Good evening. Oh, because it's nighttime and we don't normally yes, hang out as much at night. It's nighttime. Uh, yes, nighttime is yes. the right time. Nighttime is the right time. Wasn't there an 80s hit called that? Um, nighttime is the right time I'm... for something. <laughs> it always makes me think of Adam Sandler, actually. Did he sing Nighttime is the Right Time? I don't think he sang it, uh, even though Mr. Sandler has sung quite a bit over the years. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, when I hear that, I it must have been some sort of sketch or like some sort of bit or something. Hmm. Maybe I, I'm, off I'm, of like what the hell happened to me or, or something. I'm not sure. I'm drawing a blank on that one. I'll have to go to the Google box later. We're going to go to the Google box on that one. And speaking of going to the Google box or throwing it back from a Google box to a question box, because that's whenever people would remember back in the day, people used to put their questions in a question box. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm they did. You. So we had, we answered some questions last time and I was wondering, has there been any new questions? Oh yeah. Well, there have. Yeah. yeah uh, that they threw into the question box. Well, it's, it's I mean, it, it sometimes it's a, Direct message box. Ah, so it's not as cool as like where you where you can undo the uh, the lock like the open it up. No, not as cool. But I wish it was now. Uh, and I never hear any fun noises when I open my inbox, my digital electronic mail inbox either. There's no fun sounds ever. There, and, and that's sad because back in the day, growing up, you've got mail. Like we used to have that, and that was great. Yeah, but well, we I, don't have that anymore, and it's sad. Total truth. Yeah. Not a fan of You've Got Mail. The movie? No, that's fine. I mean, it is better than Sleepless in Seattle. I don't. Let's not go down that road. But <laughs> I don't like the 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 like just aggressiveness of that. <laughs> You've got mail. Right. I feel like okay. All right, buddy. I know. That's why I'm here. That's why I've logged on. Like, oh. calm down. Yeah. So you've got mail. I, maybe if it was different, uh, possibly, but it's just, it's very, like, in your face. Well, it's it's a declarative statement. Yeah, I don't need that. 
<laughs> You're not a fan of declarative statements. Unless I'm making them. Yeah. Make it <laughs> rain with declarative statements. So we did. We have we get questions all the time. Mm-hmm. Um the one the most recent one that I saw was from India. Uh let me figure out where it was. Hold on, let me look because I just thank, had it up. Thank you, India. Bengaluru, India. Bengaluru, India. If I'm saying that correctly. Bengaluru, India. Brandon, would Bengaluru. you like to know what came in from Bengaluru, India? Uh, a Bengal tiger. No. Oh, is that where they? Uh, probably. It's Bengaluru. Bengaluru. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. The great big Bengal tiger. <laughs> okay, so the question from India that came in, the most recent question, I suppose I should say, is where do you keep it when you're not looking at it? Well, I don't. I think that's kind of a, should be a secret. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We're not we're not going to answer that. Oh. But for anyone that is wondering in India... Or anywhere else, Mm -hmm. I think it would be important to just say it's safe. It's in a safe place. No, I. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was in a safe. No, (laughs) it is not in a safe. (laughs) Where the combination to the safe is four, two, one. (laughs) No, it's not in a in a safe. I I got a little aggressive. There's thinking about that. You've got mail guy and his directive declarative statements. Um, it's where, not in a safe. It's well, it's not in a safe, but it is safe. It is safe. And if if there was a safe, the combination would not be four two one. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and the passwords to all of my emails are not password mm. or password one two Which three really four. Which really is kind of genius point. nowadays. What, what do you, you mean about it? I mean, I think people would think that, like, that's a password that someone could could guess maybe 20 years ago but I don't think people would guess that one because it's just, just so dumb well you and I have different different views on that one so that's that's cool yeah it is very yeah. much so um but though to kind of going back so we whenever we had those questions someone had asked about like if there was anything disturbing that you had found yeah in the in the in the in the uh in the diary um, I, 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 there wasn't there something disturbing that you you you're not really being forthright with. Well, okay. Forthcoming with. So yes, we did get the question about whether or not we'd found anything disturbing, mm-hmm. and you had mentioned the Anslinger obituary. I did. Um, and its lack of commentary in some ways. Yes. That was that was strange because Mary's usually got a lot to say. Yes. About a lot of things. Yes. And a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've. We've reviewed and read some other entries that have to do with some serious things. Um, but when I think the word disturbing, I don't know that what I found would constitute disturbing anymore. Because that was like a little, that was a little new. Like the diary had just gotten gotten, made its way to me and we were still really trying to figure out whether or not this was like real or hoax or imaginary or whatever yep so is it disturbing to me that i found an entry about myself in this diary if you had asked you know, months ago angela yes if you ask present and just like far more aware and invested and in understanding of this like 
You would answer, of course. Magical, magical. No! (laughs) I don't think it's disturbing, but I still... It it is something that that I think about it more often than I I guess maybe I should. Because I do wonder about it. Because it is weird when you, you are looking at an artifact and then you realize that something that's been written in, in this artifact is about you. And I would say maybe not like your finest well, that, moment. Yeah. Well, that's that's true because usually people don't have things written about them. So it, it would be interesting. I've never had anything written about me. I've never had anything where it's like, Brandon, this most incredible, handsome, uh, amazing funny person from Chicago, Illinois, who loves sausage, never had anything written about me talking about how the incredibleness and the sausageness of me. Um, but it would I, I would be interested to see what people who were in this diary, who, who had been mentioned, uh, I mean, these are all historical figures, and they've had lots of things written about them, but you never really even know what's written about you until, until you're gone, until history gives a chance to kind of kind of put its, uh, put its, its coat on there. Aww. Well, first of all, you don't know whether or not something's been written about you, right? Yeah, I've Googled myself. You, no, 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 no. Not Google box. Oh, you're talking about like in a diary. Well, <laughs> you're talking about Googling yourself and your I mean, I'm sure I was in a lot. I'm sure I was in a lot of ladies' diaries. <laughs> okay, but my point is, like, yes. so you wouldn't know just how many other people have have written about how amazing and handsome and chicago and you sausage. are and sausage right what isn't that implied when you say chicago <laughs> yes you chicagoans in your cube cheese appetizers man uh, we it's love processed cube meats and cheeses it's, yeah. yeah um but well the i think the interesting thing about mm-hmm. what we've read is that to your point we do read about some like famous people like notable and noteworthy people but then actually today's entry the one that i've selected for today is somebody's story but i don't know that we'll ever know for sure who these folks are so okay. are well, you ready dive, dive right into it all right let's let's look at today's entry and today's entry is dated September 4th, 1961. It was a day. Right. Maybe maybe even around Labor Day. Who knows? Oh, okay. Right. September 1960-something. Yeah. 1961, yeah. All right. So, dear diary, before I even start, can I tell you that sometimes I wish that I knew what Mary's voice sounded like so that when I read things that I could hear it in her voice? Nope, nope, nobody. Mm-mm. I saw your your mouth starting to move and I saw your face starting to do that. And I don't want you to take and taint the beautiful sounds that I have created in my own mind grapes. Dear diary. <laughs> my I knew that's Mary. where it was going. That's problematic um because i don't i don't i don't equate that timber and that pitch and mm-hmm. that volume to be very mary-esque I, i'm just i'd rather keep the the fantasy okay so dear diary <laughs> dear diary and now i can only hear it in the 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 men in black like sugar water voice <laughs> all right hanging out with a new friend for the first time isn't always easy mm-hmm. 
So, <laughs> sometimes it goes great. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes she's happy. Sometimes he's hungry. Sometimes she's overwhelmed. And sometimes he's so worried he can't see straight. Um, have, have you ever had uh, anything in your life that stood out like that? That were cannabis that involved or, or not? Just maybe just in general. Were I you? mean, sure. Like, so I, what I'm understanding from looking at this entry is, is people have lots of as many different people as there are or as many different reactions or um, yeah, states of being. Mm -hmm. And then we know from every time we talk about cannabis, it is the individual body and the individual circumstance. Yes. 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 All right, where was I? Sometimes he's so worried he can't see straight. I try to assure them that it's just a switch, like being able to see through someone else's eyes for a bit. It's like they just need a little pat on the arm and an assurance that it's temporary. And with a little help, they see the world around them from a different place. It's like that time Jeremy and Jesse tried to explain the float with those puppets they made from socks. Mm. They got half right, so one sock knew what was up. When's the last time you played sock puppet? You know, I was wondering that myself the first time I read this entry. Oh, you were trying to do a throwback to, to remembering? Well, you, you know, like when you read something, you, you are prompted to reflect on mm -hmm. your own experiences. And I, I have to confess something. You have a sock puppet. I no opposite. You, I don't know that have, I've ever played you have with a, a sock You don't puppet. have a so sock puppet. You have a skin puppet. No, <laughs> I, I I have one of those right now. <laughs> my right hand. Yes. Hello, and puppet. then my left hand. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know that I have. Do, have you ever used a sock puppet to oh. try and explain something to someone? Oh yeah. When and many, why have I not many. seen it? And I assume that you've got different voices for the different socks. No, that's ridiculous. that would be ridiculous. No, right? that would be that's that's a step too far. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's you know what? There's patent pending going on, so I can't really get too much into it. So but just keep just keep your eyes out. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. So um, and it is chuckle worthy. See, this is the thing about Mary's writing. It's chuckle worthy. Because she is trying to, she has documented in this book of her innermost thoughts that someone was trying to explain the float. And I assume when she says the float. I like, mean, a, that, like a root beer float? No, like that feeling, that cannabis oh, consumption feeling. I don't know why in my head I got I got the it in my head. Well, maybe you're Pennywise. thirsty. Oh. oh. We, we float down here. Oh yeah, no. That, I'd rather go yeah. the ice cream. But now, no. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. neither of those. The float, the floaty feeling. So, but so yeah, trying to explain the float with sock puppets, mm -hmm. and that two of them, there were two of them, and only one of the perspectives captured it. So, oh. wish I was there on September fourth, nineteen sixty one. Um. All right. Let's see where I left off. Shonda and I hung out after work. I waited at the bus stop with her. Since I was new to her, she didn't say much at first. I think I made her a little nervous. Oh, and there's one of the little doodles. Do you say? Yep, I do. Um, it was one of her friends from the pub that introduced us. Oh, okay. So, 
quick question. Sure, sure. So you have friends, introduce friends, then you make friends along the line, and you go down, and you know, you go through life and all that stuff. Have you ever had to cut a friend? And I don't mean with like scissors. I meant like cut them out of your life, and not, not even for bad reasons, just for you got to drop them. Yes. Oh, okay. Names? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll tell you, it's. I think that. We could spend a long time talking about this, but sometimes supposed to be in your life for a really long time, right? Yes. That's just the way it goes. And sometimes people come and go and... Transient friends. But I don't know. I think it has to do with relationship and situation and, and really taking stock and figuring out if you're good for them and they're good for you and vice versa. Um, and it's funny because... In this entry, because, you know, I've already read this one, mm-hmm. it makes me think about how the opportunities that cannabis can bring for people to make friends, like in that smoking circle camaraderie True. kind of feel, mm-hmm. uh, is is a little different, even than I would say, like, the, dare say, going to a bar or out to any other, like, social setting. But... So in this particular one, I like that this this person, Shonda, was introduced to Mary by somebody else. Well, we're going to see. We're going to have to see if Shonda sticks around. Right. Yeah. Like, and, right. So Mary ain't above cutting. <laughs> well, <laughs> I from what I understand, she wants to be there for everybody, but it, maybe she's not good for everybody. Shonda, you better pull your weight here. Maybe. Yeah. Better pull it, girl. Let's see. All right. So Al and I go all the way back. Wait a second. Oh, yeah, that's right. Al and I go all the way back and Shonda trusted him. So thankfully, she trusted me, too. While we waited for the bus, she mentioned her last table of the night that the lady with the ruby necklace hadn't eaten more than two bites and that they spent more on food to throw away that night than she did on food for a week. Mm. The more time we spent together, the more she loosened up. I can't imagine that we won't hang out again. Mm. The idea of hanging out. Are you into it? Do you like do you like hanging out with friends with new people? Well, sure. I mean, but it just seems so informal. I just think whenever making friends, I think it needs to be really intense and you should build a friendship quickly. Wow. And strong. Wow. Well, you want people to carry your coffin. Whoa. (laughs) That was like next level, like friend planning. Thank you. (laughs) You have to go into every single friendship thinking that they're going to help you move. I like helping people move. Yeah, that's messed up. And I like picking people up from the airport. That is messed up. And dropping them off, too. (laughs) That is. is, And to me, that is a hangout. Yeah, it's spend- okay. That's just that's a lot. That is a lot. Well, so I did look up the term hangout. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then and wanted to understand a little bit about the origin, and uh, from the 1800s meant to loiter or pass time. It is unclear what connection, if any, exists between this definition of hang to pass time, or the primary definition suspended from something. So oh. that's the first thing that came up in the Google box. Uh, and 
there's another one that says the colloquial meaning to be found is recorded from 1811 in allusion to the custom of hanging out a sign or shingle to indicate one's shop and business. So okay. that that makes sense too. So there's multiple explanations on the internet. And do I like hanging out? Heck yeah. Yeah. Is it better sometimes with people that you really want to hang out with? Sure. Yeah. Is that even better with some cannabis? Absolutely. I love to rock out. I love to jam out and hang out. Yeah, but rock out and jam out to me is like more active, whereas hang is just like oh, it's a passive being thing. in the same space, occupying oh, the same space. I gotcha. Maybe a little bit of chit chat. Like I said, passive. You're not really building towards that future. Right. You and I apparently have different friend goals. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just I just want people at my funeral <laughs> Okay I'm gonna go ahead And just promise you now I'll be at the funeral mm-hmm. And I'll I'll do the coffin thing Okay cool If you're doing that Yeah I mean well, I mean, I You know I'll, I'll leave that up It'll be a game time decision Sure okay Yeah we've got time <laughs> We've got time We've got time Yes uh, So the, the next sentence Starts with the word hanging Oh Alright so, well that's great Yeah this one's for you. And cool. I'm imagining a very like like a like hanging with an agenda. There's bullet points. There's an evaluation at the end. Like those miniature golf pencils that you yep. get to fill things out. All right. So where was I? Do-do-do. She couldn't imagine that she and Shonda wouldn't hang out again. Hanging out with her made me think back to that time with that dude, Freddie. That was a first that was no good for a while. Until he found that grasshopper pie in the refrigerator. So wait, he was no, he was, he was bad dude at first? Well, based on what has been written here, I don't think he's a bad dude. I think he was having a bad, a a bad um, experience. Oh, now I understand. And then he found the grasshopper pie in the fridge and everything was copacetic. Did you just say grasshopper? Gra- like like uh, like a like a happy yeah grasshopper <laughs> like gra- grass happier yeah grasshopper. You know it's funny. Yeah, I read this as as grasshopper pie, like that delicious dessert with that like minty mousse. Mm-hmm. But what if that's code for something else? You know, grass. It's a family member, I, I believe, oh. of Mary's. Oh 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 oh. Okay, I understand. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll never unless know. Freddie Freddie reaches out. Freddie, if you're out there and you remember. That first time of consumption that involved grasshopper pie, let us know. That's going to be a hard one, though. Freddy's got to be like 80, 90. Right. Yeah, that was a minute. Not sure. Yeah. Oh, Freddy. Yeah. So I was at the refrigerator. Where am I next? I tried to whisper to him that it would all be all right at the height of his frenzy, but he had to find his way back down on his own. They all do. He had some of that delicious green around his mouth. A glob fell off when he laughed after the dog chased her own tail for a while. Hmm. Hmm. If I could, I'd wrap each first time in a blanket of peace to set the stage for good open spirit. Well, that's a sentence. I know, right? It makes you feel like warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. Like... Like when you sit next to like a fire pit yeah, on a brisk like, night. Sounds like something you'd say from the stage at Woodstock. I love that. Blanket of peace to set the stage for a good open spirit. Well, <laughs> Woodstock. Yeah. 
Well, and I mean, this actually, in preparation to share this entry with you, mm-hmm. I found this study from 2014. So a while ago, but not that that long ago. Um, from the University of Oxford. Okay. And this... Uh, and I'm talking about the University of Oxford in England. Correct. Oh, the University of Oxford. Is there another one? Well, I think there's probably an Oxford, Arkansas. <laughs> Oxford, college, Oxford College. Oxford College in Arkansas. So this is definitely like UK uh, area. Very, very posh, posh place. So in 2014, Mm -hmm. um, the largest study of the effects of the main ingredient of cannabis, which they're referring to THC, has shown that it can cause shirt, has shown. Shirtlessness? (laughs) It caused shirtlessness, yes. That it can cause shirt. Oh, I did it again. (laughs) Yes, shirtlessness. (laughs) That it can cause short term paranoia. Mm. And they did this um, big study. To figure out why some people experience such intense paranoia mm. when they end up uh, consuming. What did they find? Well, I, I assume that you would ask. I'd like to share with you some notes. Okay. So the research team led by Professor Daniel Freeman found that worrying, low self-esteem, anxiety, and experiencing a range of unsettling changes and perceptions most likely led to the feelings of paranoia. So what can we take away from this? Uh, go to therapy. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe if that's <laughs> if that's what you need. But so the, the results of the study uh, go on to say that uh, the results of the article that explore the study mm-hmm. says that paranoia is likely to occur when we're worried, think negatively about ourselves or experience unsettling changes in our perceptions. So and it goes further and says all of those who took part in this uh, study had reported mistrustful thinking in their day-to-day lives. None of the participants had a history of mental illness and all were screened to rule out relevant health conditions. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's sounding to me like based on one of these larger reputable studies... That the paranoia is kind of predetermined in a way because it's the mind and the body that then reacts with the the, the substance. Yes. So it's whatever you're bringing to the table on that particular day mm-hmm. is is already going to impact and maybe even determine the outcome. Mm. And I feel bad because there are a lot of folks that I talk to where maybe they tried, you know, they, they consumed some cannabis, I don't know, when in, in their teens or early 20s and had a, a bad reaction yeah. or an uncomfortable experience. And then that means that they don't go back, which is fine, right? It teaches you a lesson. Don't get high in the back of a Volkswagen if you're going to get high for the very first time. <laughs> Yeah, but no, no, no. If that Volkswagen is somewhere that you feel safe and you're coming to that Volkswagen having a clear mind that's not having um, distrust or mistrust or negative perceptions, that Volkswagen might be the best spot for you. Yes. Maybe. That's possible. That's possible. I just find Volkswagens to be very uncomfortable in the backseat. Aw. 
Okay. So, well, okay. then you get shotgun. Yeah. Sure. I shotgun. Yeah, just not the back seat. So. But it's it's one of those things where paranoia is likely to occur when we're worried think negatively about ourselves or experience unsettling changes in our perception it has to do with the body and the resting state and the mind that you bring to that consumption and if that happened 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 40 years ago you there's a good chance you might not have the same kind of reaction if you try again yeah try it again and a lot of it, you know, with it, there's good tried and true things. Go low and slow. So you consume a little bit. Don't take too much. Go slow. There's no reason to finish the whole. Yeah. The whole uh, THC infused cookie. Go to a Pantera concert. Okay. Well, if that is your happy and comfortable place, <laughs> yes. absolutely. Yes. If that is not your happy and comfortable place, yes. I cannot, I cannot endorse that for anybody. Yep. And if you like clowns, you know, maybe, uh, or if you don't like clowns, maybe not watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space while consuming. Yeah. Yeah. Stay with, we're going to stay from clowns. We're going to stay away from spiders. We know about your list. I, I, we all know about your list. I, I'm just, I'm just reiterate. And it's fine. We don't have any of those things around us now um, or ever. Yes. Fine. True. <laughs> Good. To Professor Daniel Freeman from his University of Oxford study in the last decade, Paranoia is not something that is automatic. And that makes me wonder if that is what Mary's trying to like really uh, capture with her, her diary entry for herself that Freddie, it sounds like Freddie thought that things were real bad and then yeah, we're able to switch to real good real fast. So Dr. Freeman, we love you every day, buddy. We love you every day. <laughs> Keep up the great work. You're really crushing it there. Well, and I like having studies about like paranoia. Like this is yeah. a major concern for people. Yeah. Well, Cannabis. <laughs> well, I think that uh, that Dr. Freeman study is actually is very helpful. And going forward, um, I will put my mindset into a good place. Just thinking about what Dr. Freeman said. So. Would you like me to send you the link for the full yeah, the floor. Yeah, I, that would be great. I, I would did. love that. I already did. It's in your inbox. Oh, there we go. So if you were to open it, you know what Wait, you hear. Wait, hold on. You've got mail. <laughs> no, that's not how she would say it. Mary's far gentler than that. Join us next time for use this as you see fit, the diary of Mary. <laughs>